Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Hello. Welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we're here on Inspired Choices Network. And today, today we have such an exciting day planned for you. The next hour, we're going to be hot seating. Hot seating is a big term, which basically means that we get to talk through what it is that we want to create. It gets to talk through... Uh, if you have a business idea or you have something that maybe is a business idea and you're not sure, this is an opportunity for you to figure out what it is that you want, what it is that you want to create, what that path forward is, what that clarity is to ask questions. And so I have invited some friends on today that are on the precipice of business. So one of them has an idea. Uh, actually, actually, all three of these that are coming on, they have ideas and they want to grow them. And so they're all at different points. They're all at different points. And what we get to talk about is what's coming up for them and what the biggest breakthrough is that gets to be created, okay? What it is, it's breakthrough. And so here's the piece before we get into this hot seating. What I want to talk about is how do we know when we're ready? How do we know when we're ready for a business? How do we know when we're ready for the next step? And the answer to that in my opinion, is always, we're always ready for the next step. We're always in that space of uh, ready to learn and receive. Okay, so especially as entrepreneurs, it's really easy to give. Okay, we're always giving. That's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. We get to give and then, and how do we get paid? That's the receiving. Okay, that's the receiving. And typically, when entrepreneurs come to me and they say, I'm giving and I'm giving, but I'm not making any money, what I know is it's a receiving gap. Okay, it's a receiving gap. And what that means is there's a disconnect somewhere along the line with how they receive. Okay, so maybe it's to ask. Maybe it's to ask how they're asking. Maybe how they're enrolling. So we think about the five steps to growing a business. The how do they enroll? That's, that's that fourth step, that sales for the non-salesperson. We've talked about that a lot. And so we're going to look into are they receiving are they able to? What's the gap there? So we're actually going to pull forward Eric, and Eric gets to share with us exactly where he's at and what the next step is for him. So Eric, come on in. Yeah. Hey, Kathleen. Thanks for asking me to be here. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for being here. So yeah. my question, tell me about what you want to create, what your vision is. Okay. Yeah, I would love to. Um so I am creating, what my vision is, is I'm creating a space of natural healing and calmness, um, a space that's going to create authenticity and acceptance for all its guests. And what that looks like specifically is I'm creating a spa therapy, specifically a Scandinavian-based hydrotherapy process for people out in the world in my, in my community. Um, and that is my vision. It's, it's a space and a place where people can go and rejuvenate and fulfill find fulfillment, experience, spiritual experiences, deeper connections within themselves, a journey for oneself, and, and physical and, and mental and emotional healing. That's what I'm creating. Uh, sounds awesome. I, I No, I've told you before, but I cannot wait to come to the spa. So tell me, this is a physical location, correct? You're going to build a physical experience. Yes, a physical experience, yes. Yeah, 
Okay, and so so everybody here knows where it's going to be, and they can plan on it. Where do you want to put this physical experience? Well, and to start, and that's where we kind of get into this, um, uh, right here in my own community of where I reside in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, is where I'm looking to physically put this. And where okay. it goes from there is the, the possibilities go from there. So, yeah. that's, so I, that's the next question I have for you is, is this a physical experience for your community and or is this a destination experience where you envision people from other places coming in? Yeah, um, part of the kind of part of the vision module process that I've been going through has revealed that to me is that this is something that I experienced that this all came to me, this vision came to me to create this by myself, my own experience, going to Montreal to visit my sister where uh, something like this resides. And I went as a traveler, as a destination, and experienced this. And so my vision is to create this for my community and those who are traveling and visiting, um, as well as where I kind of went with this, as well as those in our community that are world travelers that have experienced this, so when they're home and they want this experience at home and not have to be in, in Sweden, not have to be in Denmark or Russia or wherever these things culturally reside, they can have and create that experience here. Ooh, I love this. Okay, so so now we're really starting to build out what this experience could look like. And my question for you is, as I sit here in Iowa, is this something where, let's say, uh, let's say you and I didn't know each other, and I heard about this spa, I did some digging somewhere, and I hear about this, and I say, whoa, I want to go there. Do you want to be a destination experience where someone that really has no connection to Cincinnati or, or to the area, but just finds you, says, I'm going to build an entire vacation retreat experience because I'm going to this place? Yeah, that is that is the possibility of this is to create that connection outside of the community. And one thing that's occurring to me, Kathleen, and that is striking me deeply in this is that I'm not even connected or attached to Cincinnati at that point. Then this is just where I reside and I want to build this for my community. But who's to say that a big piece of the deep connection of this vision is in finding the physical space is a space where there is an energy within the nature of, of the space, the natural setting, the land, the water, the, the trees, the birds, all of that. So I'm not going to limit myself to the community of Cincinnati. I want to build it for my community, but from that standpoint, as a destination for those, for this experience, I could search outside of here to find that physical space. Yeah, so there's a distinction here, and we get to call it forward because it's beautiful, is there's there's spas that you know all kinds of spas in in every area. You've got major brand spas and independent spas, and they really are set up for a community experience. Where yes, like if some people come on the weekends, are great. That's but what I hear you creating is you're creating a destination vacation experience that absolutely supports your local community because it, one, they can come to it. Two, it drives economic value to the community because you're bringing people, uh, you've got an economic driver here. But three, you are a vacation destination experience for people from all over the world that say, wow, Eric has created something incredible here and I want to be a part of it. Yeah. Do you hear, do you yeah. hear that distinction? 
Okay, so what yes, do you hear I, me saying? So I hear you, what I hear you saying is that not just for my community um, in the sense of for their experience, in addition to that, I hear, I hear the possibility of creating a destination experience that incorporates the community being seen and experienced by others from all around the country and the world. And the distinction here is that, that that could still reside. And that's where my question has been is you – so that's what I hear you say. And then I have a yeah. follow-up question to that. Okay. So let's let's stay right here for a second. And then absolutely want to hear that follow-up question of what what we're dancing around right here is we've got – if we think about how we go to business here, the typical spot is going to connect with their local chamber of commerce because that's going to be – a lot of their audience is going to be there, which you absolutely get to get to create. And what I also hear is you're looking at a statewide like Ohio Economic Development Authority cares about this. Mm. You're playing at that level where they care about this because this is a driver into their state and into their community. It's one of the things that they want to highlight of, wow, we have something really cool happening here in Ohio versus, hey, it's your local community spa. Both are great. And what I hear you saying is I want to play at a bigger level in – I want to play with where the Economic Development Authority is knocking on my door saying, hey, how can we promote you? When they put a brochure together about the most awesome things to do, we're thinking about coming to Ohio or thinking about coming to uh, a general region – your what you're creating gets on that list. Is that what you want? Yes, that's what I want, and I'm glad you heard that because <laughs> I think that opened <laughs> up for me clearly hearing that now. Yes, on that level yeah. of it, and the other thing that I'm feeling in that is that on the other side of it, and I don't know specifically how it's uh, titled, but the Ohio na- Nature Preserves. This is the hook that I would. My follow-up question was going to be the hook, but we're in this space right now. What is the hook for this versus other spas around the country and around the world that are attracting those destination seekers? And that's where maybe I can dance around in this space is what I'm hearing, is that that, that can tie in as well. What do we have here that nobody else has that we can bring people in to experience from that natural position as well as economics? Yeah, both sides. So you heard, I heard two things, and let's add a third there. So you said from that natural position, like the beauty, the experience, the land. So that the natural, uh, the the actual experience that you're creating. Like let's not let's not downplay that. You get to create an experience yeah. that is unique to you, and you described that a little bit when you were going into what you want to actually create. And that experience gets to be called for. That in and of itself gets to be unique. And maybe maybe it, it happens in Montreal or in Scandinavia, but is it happening here? And you put your Eric spin on it, and now all of a sudden people are coming because the experience is just something they're a treat. Like, I don't know what's happening here, but I want to go. Yes. And a little yes. mystique there, too, because we don't want to reveal it all, like this is going to happen and then this is going to happen and this is going to happen. There's a, there's a value in the, the mystery of it all. I don't know what I'm getting into, but I know I want to be there because everybody that goes there raves about it. So I want to go. Exactly. Yes. And that is what you're hearing in this. And that's where like my vision, as I kind of described it a little bit, 
that's I don't want to go into so much detail about the whole process that it it over granularizes the people interested in that experience. Exactly, that's the draw. What this sounds intriguing. I want to find out more. Well, come find out more. Come experience yeah. it. Oh, perfect. Okay, so you want to? Did you have another question in related? You said you had two questions. Did we answer that other one? Yeah. Well, I continue. It was the hook. And you did answer my question. That that opened up big for me. Thank you. Yes. Um, okay. Where I get to go. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. And I like the the Erickson. What I heard in there too is the Erickson, and that's where I get to go next. That's where some of my questions lie. But I'm I mean, okay. Those are answered for now. So that's the what I hear is your next step. And so when we're here on Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, what we get to figure out is what's the next step? Where are we headed? Where are we going? So for you, what is your next step? So I've gone through sort of this visual module uh, plan that I've laid out, and I've gone, I, I would call it like one, to maybe two layers deep into this brain dump, and um, where it's sort of broken down my vision, what kind of results I'm trying to create, thought points that all of this has come from. And where my question is, where, where do I go from this brain dump on paper? It's now from my head on paper. Where do I go next? What are my goals in sequence? And this is something I've never done before. This is a new experience for me, and I'm so excited about it. You know, the world is an amusement park for me right now, and I get to go on every ride and play every game. And yes. this is a, a big ride that I'm playing, or a big ride that I'm jumping on for the first time, and it's got a huge hill on it. But, um, uh, you know, so a new experience and never going through this before, so I appreciate this, Just looking for uh, experience from others on what are those goals lay out in sequence um, getting yeah. from where I am now in this vision dump to this being, you know, open and people experiencing Perfect. So, and we get to follow the five steps to creating the six-figure-plus business. So the first step was vision, and you've articulated exactly what you want to create from a vision perspective. So it's not the doing, it's not the, and it's going to be here, and it's going to be, it, it's a vision. What do you want to create? I can feel your vision. I can hear it. I can see it. I can breathe it. And the next step is the target audience. And so it's really being crystal clear on who we're attracting. So it starts with that, what I heard you say, destination vacation experience. So yes, people in the community, they get to call, they get to come forward and they get to be a part of this and play in your experience. And when you think about the dollars that are being exchanged, who's on the, who's got their hand on the credit card? Who's that person that 90% of the business is going to come from this type of person? So if this is somebody that lives in the United States, what state do they typically live in? Let's really drink, or maybe it's a region. Let's really drill down to what they look like, feel like, their behavior patterns, what's standing in their way, what their beliefs are. We get to know everything about them. And at this stage, you can just make assumptions because we'll prove them later. But right now, you want to know everything about your target audience. So, so my experience is that's your next step. Okay. So what I'm here is the target. Yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. And I like okay. that at the end. So to be clear, what I'm hearing is the, just it's assumptions right now. I don't need to verify. I don't have to verify or validate these assumptions. Just go with the assumptions. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And so for for the audience, Eric's part of Profit Launch Club, which is something that you can absolutely join at ProfitLaunchClub.com. And Eric, there's a module that's coming out here shortly that's on target audience that will guide you on how to actually draw these assumptions forward. For right now, just start pouring it out. Who, who do you believe that it could be? Okay, that sounds great. 
Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today on Profit Launch, Eric. We're going to go on a short break, and we will bring in Tina next to have a conversation with her about what she's creating. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Eric. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Prof- I'm your host Kathleen Reeson. And I'm so excited to be here with you. We just talked with Eric about the business that he is creating. The vision has been birthed, and now it's about putting it into action. He gets to look at his target audience and see what exactly that looks like, make some assumptions, go wild, and then we'll prove them as we get further along the five steps to creating the business that he desires. So next, we're going to bring in another guest. Her name is Tina, and she gets to share what she's creating. Tina, are you there? I am here. I am here. Thank you, Kathleen, so much for inviting me to have the opportunity to work with you in the hot seat. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. What are you what's on your mind? So what is on my mind is this fifty one year old single mother with three teenagers uh has been attached to a career in mortgage financing, but I am an ICF accredited coach. I am passionate about business coaching, coming from the business world, having also had a successful, financially successful career on Wall Street. And what I really would like to create is business bringing transformational work, transformational coaching to corporate, to the business world. And now, especially with the pandemic and limited travel and going to more of a virtual world, at least temporarily, I'm struggling with what that looks like to be able to actually, as an entrepreneur, create something and bring coaching to corporate. 
Absolutely. So the idea, I know the idea is solid. You want to bring transformational coaching to the corporate world. What have you dreamed about what that could look like? Uh, what I envision, what I envision is working with, uh, with, uh, leaders in corporate, big corporation and their direct reports, their teams, where most of what I see out there in the marketplace are strategists and consultants who are looking at focusing on the tangibles of increasing revenue, cutting expenses for the bottom line, et cetera, and not coming from a, a heart-centered leadership space that focuses on employees first. And that's the quality of the decision-making for leaders and big corporate is what I would like to, uh, what, what I'd like to bring in that, that, that what, from what place are they making their decisions before we even get into the strategy part of things? And are their direct reports and sales teams and marketing teams, et cetera, in alignment with the vision of the team? And so my, my, my question is, there are many established great leadership trainings that I've worked with that I could bring to the corporate space, and it's what that looks like. I think I have a, a story that I'm not an entrepreneur, and so what does that look like? Yes, I, I possibly could go work with a coaching consulting firm, and I would love to be able to have that freedom and flexibility to create and bring that myself to the marketplace. So, yes. Okay, so Tina – what I heard you say was that you are know you're a powerful coach. You know that there's a need in the, the corporate world. You can see it. You can feel it. And what I hear is your question is, how am I going to enroll? What does it look like? By enrolling, am I enrolling a company and hiring me to do this? Or am I enrolling directly to the corporations to pay me to create this? Is that what yes. you're that is my, <laughs> that is my question. Is the what does it? Yeah, what does it look like? Okay, so underneath that, I actually hear a fear. Okay. Okay, a, a fear, fear around. Of, that's the question we get to answer. What I hear you <laughs> say is a fear of could I really have this business on my own? Yes, I'm in the okay. question of maybe it would be better to go with a firm as a consultant and coach first and then see how that works in the marketplace and then what I could create in the future beyond that. And I have many supporters who say, and you can create your own brand. You have a lot of great <laughs> ideas and you can take what you know works and you can go out in the marketplace and market on your own. Also, the aspects of entrepreneurship when it comes to um, I, I have a history of lone wolfing it you know, do, figuring out how to do everything myself and uh, and not having a team to support. And I know that, that it would be required and not being able to see what that looks like either. Yeah, be, so so I heard the, the lone wolfing piece to playing it by yourself. Uh, so you, you get to break through that. Uh, and, and being on here, great step. And it's really about the community that you're surrounding yourself. So if you had that community, if you had somebody to support you and and say, hey, yeah, I've run into that before. Here's how I would look at it. Would you be comfortable, unless I'm using the word comfortable, confident in with your business? Yes. So what I hear you saying is it's really about me, you identifying what that, that community is. 
and then you then you can move forward with entrepreneurship. In that yeah. case, so we were at a crossroads of do I go find a community to be a part of where I'm not really the entrepreneur, but I'm a piece of theirs, or do I start my own business? We we're at that crossroads, and now let's say we're walking Correct. down the path of entrepreneurship, and now you're at the crossroads of do I do it on my own, or do I step into a community more of a mastermind type to support me? Well, which way do you want to go? You want to go the mastermind route, right? <laughs> the, the community route. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Would, I would love to be able to, to bring it to market myself. I have the idea, and I, I think I have an, a story of overwhelm in my head as I continue to do the work in mortgage banking and financing because that is what's continuing to work because I have bills to pay, responsibilities, obligations, because I pay. And so it's, 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 it's do I take the, the step to go towards entrepreneurship for what I'm really passionate about and what I really want to create also and letting go of what I've been doing, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So now I hear you saying, am I willing, is this something that I'm just drop my career that I have now and what pays the bills to jump into this? Or do I sidestep into it where it's a side hustle that grows into my full-time career and business? Yes. Well, what do you think the answer is? <laughs> I think the answer is that I, – I think the answer is that I get to make a decision and let go because I find that I am distracted when I'm trying I'm – I'm ineffective – in any area if I am dabbling too much in, in different things. So Ooh, that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% in the existing business and growing it to the extent that I could if I weren't also coaching but not doing that full-time, which is my passion. So yeah. many will say, well, you can do both. But they're so distinct in what the work is that I find myself distracted and not really putting in 100% into one area and believe that I probably will be more effective if I go for the dream, the passion, and figure out how, what that looks like. And what I know about you and, and what you stated here in, in the last few minutes that we've been talking is that you're going to create the money wherever you go. Yes. Because that's yes. just who you are. So, so the money yeah. becomes irrelevant because whether you're, whether you're in mortgage or you're finance or you're in your own business, the money's going to be there. And so now yeah. it's about where do you want to spend your time? Where do you want to play what lights you up? And what I hear you saying is it's in the coaching. It's in the corporate realm. Yep. Exactly. So now are you, are you willing to let go of what you have to play where you want to play to what really excites you? Are you willing to go there? Well, they have that, that, that little flip a coin. I haven't done that yet. So there's that, some have said, well, why don't you flip a coin? Are you willing to flip a coin and let, let the heads or tails determine what, whether you're going to do something or not? So I think yeah. it's time to do that. Possibly, and you could think of yeah, it as... I am willing. You're, I am willing to do that. Awesome. I am willing to do yeah. that. Okay, because you're standing on a cliff. And you can see yep. the other cliff is the horizon. I mean, you can see it, but there's a giant gap there. And are you willing to jump knowing that there's there's a net, but you don't know where that net is. <laughs> and you don't know if somebody attached it today, if you attached it today. Are you willing to still jump? Yes, I'm willing to still okay. jump. Okay. 
Okay, so what does that mean for you? So what that means is putting all of my focus and resources into what aspects, what, what do I need? What is the type of support that I need in order to move forward? You know, what is the, what is the email build list? What is the contact list? Um, how to work with all of the different social media platforms, et cetera, to identify, you know, my brand and what it is, what different uh, courses or curriculums, coaching, et cetera, that I am offering and bringing to the corporate space. So it's those type of things and, and, and working with people that are skilled in those areas. You know, I have a, yeah. have a story that I suck at tech, for example, and here we are in a tech world like never before. And so, I, you know, it's that. You're oh, on a radio show. <laughs> you got on the radio <laughs> right. show. You're good. But think about uh, what you just said. Awesome. Yes, you get to go all those places. And the very next step that you get to go into, the very next step. So in the five steps to growing a six-figure-plus business, the first step is vision. Okay, so I hear it. I, I hear what you want to create. And there's another piece that we can even get dip, deeper into that of uh, you've got that passion, and my question for you is, if you don't choose this, what does the world not get because Tina didn't choose it? I Well, I will have sold out on my own dream, and I know that I make a huge difference, a big positive impact in the lives for many people, and that really fulfills me in being that contribution, making a difference, and I get to get paid for it. So it's Absolutely. what that looks like, going out, doing what I really love, and being compensated well for it. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So just like in the step that Eric was in right before this, what I encourage you to do is say, hey, somebody's on the other side, either with a credit card or an invoice, and somebody's on the other side of that willing to pay it. And they want you to articulate, so this is your, your homework, I want you to articulate everything that you know about that person. Okay, so it could be the CEO, it could be what, what role do they have in the business. Uh, and maybe, just maybe we're talking about the corporate world, but maybe somebody from the corporate world is hiring you independently. Maybe they're hiring you as a consumer because they want to elevate. Or is the hiring you? I want you to be super laser about who's hiring you. So who's handing you the credit card? What do we know about them? Maybe it turns out it's executive coaching. Yes. The executive, whether okay. it's individual with the execs and or that that could lead to them wanting me to work with their teams or direct reports. Initially, my target, my avatar, I believe, will be the CEOs. Yep. So absolutely. And what I so you just drew that distinction of what could be long and what could be short term. So right now, the avatar, and for those of you that are listening, avatar is really just a description of who your audience is. So, Tina, you, know, you get to actually create your avatar. You get to be super specific on who it is that's willing to pay you the money. And just like with Eric, it's we're in the assumption mode. We'll prove those assumptions later. I just need to be creative about who is the person, what are their beliefs, what are their what are their limiting what's limiting them what what kind of house do they live in or do they live in an apartment uh, what kind of job do they have they're the executive what company do they work for all those details just write them all out on a blank and start to build of this is who I want to who I want to work with this is who I get to serve does that make sense Excellent. are you clear got it yeah okay clear. 
awesome. I can't wait to talk further. Thank you. Thank you. That you there's no coincidence that you invited me to come on here so that I got to make a difference, know that I can jump, leap, let's go. And the the cover page even of my um uh, of my website has a person standing on the edge of a cliff which says <laughs> If you want something you've never had, you get to do something that you've never done. Of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. Of course so thank it you, does. Kathleen. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Okay, well, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, everybody on the show, we're going to go on a quick break. We'll come back and we'll have one more hot seat with Alex. I will talk to you soon. Enjoy this break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson. To participate in the program, Call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we're on Inspired Choices Network. We are here today hot-seating People are entrepreneurs that are uh, excited to grow their businesses and have questions about what's next and what gets to create it gets to be created. Here we are creating clarity on today's show. So we've talked with Eric during our first section of the show. Eric gets to create clarity in his target audience for his spa that we all get to enjoy in this destination experience. And then we talked with Tina, and Tina gets to work with corporate execs and corporate teams on understanding what how they get to create in the world and creating leadership in them. And now we're going to join here Alex. Alex, are you on the line? I am. Thank you so much, Kathleen, for inviting me on the radio station today. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. So, Alex, talk to us about what you are creating. Yeah, so I am creating a business for people to create their own creative DIY projects and also um, have them also be able to choose instead of of, um, creating their own, um, they can also choose to purchase um, a select DIY projects that are created by myself. Awesome. Okay, so tell me, it's a beautiful, I know I've seen some of your work, and, and where can people see your work? So if they um, look at, um, I have a few, I have a Facebook page under my own personal page um, that people are able to see some of my work. Um, I was just able to post my um, own a farmhouse table that was created by myself, and um, also an old refurbished desk um, from a teacher from a long time ago that can also be found on my own personal Facebook page under Alex Monahan. 
Perfect. And spell it out so people can can hear it yeah, uh, so, in the show notes, too. Perfect. So um, my first name's just um, A-L-E-X, and my last name's Monahan, M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. So um, feel free to visit me on Facebook. And um, once we have my own creative business up on my own Facebook page, I will definitely be adding you to that as well. Awesome. Okay, so talk to me about in your business, what's the next step for you? Um, so my next step is finding my target audience on who my specific um, individuals would be to um, purchase the decor and um, farmhouse tables and also um, be interested in creating uh, their own DIY decor alongside of me. Okay. So what uh, right now, who do you identify as your target audience? Yeah. So um, right now is – I feel like my complete target audience is a, um, is fairly large. And so um, right now I am looking at those individuals that um, have either recently been in, who recently maybe bought their own home and are looking to um, create and bring to life their own vision um, into um, their own home where they can add in um, little decor pieces to make their vision come to life. Um, so these might be um, young families. These might this might be um, individuals that are um, in their you know in their twenties, early thirties that um, are just looking to uh, piece little small things together before they can find figure out what their um, specific um, taste is. Okay. So I heard you say people. Are these couples? Are they? Uh, is it male, female? What's the gender? You know, um, these can go for uh, male and females. Um, the farmhouse table is a huge um, hit right now, and they, uh, my um, my interest is coming from both male and female. So there is no specific gender. It is um, focused on both. And, um, again, these can be, you know, even families, um, single individuals, um, or um, single individuals or families as well. So, um, yeah, that would probably be the perfect people I would look for. Okay, so I hear you on that, and I invite you. We absolutely can target males and females and, and single and married, absolutely. And the more specific yeah. that you get, the more specific. So when you say, yes, a male might be interested and a female might be interested, but typically the female is the one that makes the the initial decision to inquire about a table or about a decor piece. So, for example, yeah. I'll just give you an example. If I were to say to my husband, Josh, uh, you know what? Uh, our table's pretty beaten up. I'm I'm thinking about, what do you think about getting a new one? And he might say, yeah, sounds good. And maybe, maybe he'll do some research. But most likely, I would be the one that would go in, and do some initial research. And I might present him with a few options. Or I might take or I might show him something online and then he might get excited about the decision but I was really the one that underneath it was inquiring first. I was the one that you want to target because when I'm in that buying pattern, when I'm in that inquisitive discovery stage, Josh is not involved in it at this point. I am. Okay, mm -hmm. so there's typically one person that leads that and so that's the person that we want to target. So for you, when you think about who's leading that discovery, who do you think it is? Is that is that tend to be more male or more female? Probably more female. Okay, perfect. 
So again, that doesn't mean we're excluding males because of this conversation. It just means when we are specific in our target audience, we can call that person forward. When we stay more general, then those people don't think that we are for them. So we get to be really specific. So now female, and how old is that female? I would say probably um, definitely look at um, early 30s to um, 50s. Okay, early 30s to 50s, cool. Uh, and let's be how much how much disposable income do they have? Now that's something that I am um trying to figure out still here. So um I think that's something that I am looking for more uh, feedback on um cuz I haven't been able to look into that exact um income. Okay. So right now we're just making assumptions. So let's just take a guess when you think about your products and what you want to create. How much do you want them, what kind of ticket price do you want to have on there? So if I were to say, hey, I want one of your tables, what do you want me to have? What, what are we talking, do you want to talk, have a $2,500 piece or $200 piece or a $5,000 piece or a $10,000 or a $20,000? What type of price range do you want to offer your products? Yeah, so um, a table is, um, depending on the size, um, depending on the size of the table, it's going to range between um, – $500 and $750 um, regarding um, the certain tables. Right now they are on smaller tables. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, where we're starting at at this um, time. And um, along, you know, we only, per we only uh, make just the table itself and the customers would need to purchase the chairs on their own. So um, the chair cost is not added in. This is only um, the table, the individual table, table cost. Sure. Okay. So what I what I hear you saying is, let's just say it's a seven hundred and fifty dollar table. Okay. So if I'm and that that's not the chairs. That's fine. So let's just say my disposable income is I think we're between fifteen hundred and twenty five hundred dollars a month. Could be more, but that's that's enough where that's double the price of the table. My table's an investment. So I could be willing to spend on that. So you want somebody that has some disposable income. So you could say easily in the, in your 30s, say $1,500 to $2,500 a month. What that's setting me up for is somebody that I know it's it's not somebody that's got a really low income, uh, but they don't necessarily have to be a high earner too. We could go right there in the middle and that's okay. So let's just say, uh, so they have some disposable income. Let's just put a number on it, 1500 plus a month of disposable income. So that we could start to make some assumptions on our actual income that they're earning. But what this is driving at is do, what, what type of job do you think that the people want to purchase from you hold? I think that can be a variety, a large variety of jobs. I don't think there's a specific one. Um, I don't think there's a specific job that I could um, pinpoint because um everyone needs a everyone's interest everyone needs a table um it comes into their um if they're you know if it's a style that they're interested in having um in their home it is more of the farmhouse design so if they are into that design that may um interest them into purchasing um but yeah i don't sure. i don't think there's a okay, specific so career industry sector that um somebody has to be working in to be interested in the table Okay, and so sometimes job is important. In this case, we're not identifying job as something that's important. But note, like with Eric or Tina, uh, 
for mm-hmm. Tina specifically, job is job is important. For Eric, maybe, maybe. Uh, but for you, we're not identifying as that as something is important. No. Maybe what we really want to focus on is do they have children? Yeah. So, um, and, you know, as they have children, I think, you know, we do do the bench seatings, and I think the bench seating is preferable um, for children instead of um, chairs. So that's another option for other for families to choose from as well. So this is beautiful that you're saying this. I love this because when you start to talk about building your target audience and you're identifying, okay, mm-hmm. they have kids, so bench seating, now when you start to think about targeting for your advertising, now you know, okay, when I have my images, I'm going to have some kids, some small kids that are probably around, we can pick the ages, Sit. I'm going to take a picture of them sitting on this bench so that my target audience can envision their kids or their future kids sitting on this bench. And right. so we're just yeah, building. That's a great idea. You're building out. Yeah. Okay. So we can go into hobbies. Uh, so what kind of hobbies do they have? If they enjoy farmhouse, are there other pieces in their house that are already looking like a farmhouse? Have they set this up already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that makes a good point. So, you know, the individuals that maybe already have something similar to that is really focused on um, their interest in more that black, the neutral colors that have a lot, you know, that are interested in um, have a lot of that wood hangings um, in their home. Yeah, and so what I hear you saying is if they don't, if they have it already, great, it'll tie in nicely. And what I also hear you saying is what a great upsell opportunity. So we're we're going to build this table for you, and this is great. And did you know that if you're interested in this, these items also go really well with that. So now you can change your $750 ticket to the price into maybe it's a 1500 or a 2500 because now they all they decided I want the bookshelf and I want the wall hangings mm-hmm. and I want the candle set holders and I want all these other pieces because oh now I can put my room together or piece it together I'm going to buy this now and this like think about uh wish lists ooh we could go we could keep going down this list like what if what if you had a that uh, Amazon has Amazon gift list I my kids pick things out all the, every year for their birthday, what if you had some kind of wish list where when Christmas time they could say, these are the items that I want from Alex's store, and somebody could just go purchase them? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we can, we can keep going down this, but I think we can really drill yeah. down. So you know, Keisha in the chat room, she's talking about uh, hobbies, renovation types of interest, or they have sustainable interests. Um, what's the value or the quality? So we could keep going down this list to say, in our target audience, what do they care about? And when we know right. what they care about, then we can attach the products that you're offering or the services. Because what if I have a table? What if I have a hand-me-down table that's been in my family for generations, I don't know what to do with it, but I know that it needs to be stripped and cleaned up. Could I take that to you? Yes, definitely. That is definitely an option. So, Okay, perfect. And so now I didn't actually invest in this table. It was handed to me, but I'm willing to pay you, Alex, to create the look that I want. And now am I also willing to uh, have the, the focal point being the table? Am I willing to put a few extra dollars into the rest of the room so that I can spice it up a little bit with some other mm-hmm. things. And you've got a great opportunity for upsells here. I think you're set up for that where you said that you've got some other opportunities for people to buy. 
Yeah, so even, you know, if they are interested in the table and want to add in extra pieces, there are other pieces that can be added in um, to the room, such as um, home decor that would um, spice up that, um, what I would spice up um, and add some trendy decor um, products to piece it all together. So, for example, when you do um, go onto my Facebook page, you will be able to see um, the table sitting alone, sitting alone, and you will also be able to see the table um, with home decor sitting on top of it. So it kind of has that before and after of that um, before and after piece, um, a photo that can help you give some, uh, give yourself some ideas of what you can do, but also um, purchase um, from myself as well. Yeah. So what I hear you saying as your next step is you've got the product down and you know what they what they care about buying from you. And now it's about how do I create that traffic stream so that they know right. that I exist and so that they come and they want to buy. Right. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. And I think that's um, definitely where I'm excited to go to next because um, now that I have photos up of what is out there and available. Um, I'm excited to be able to um, have that, be able to have that conversation of the start to finish with the customers of what they need um, and how they would like to, ha- and what their vision is in their mind that I can help um, create, make that vision come to life for them in their own home. Yeah. Okay. So beautiful. So what I see is as possible for you, you've got those pictures up. I would, the next step would be incorporating some imagery in those pictures. So some people, those pictures that are the life of your target audience. So for example, if your target audience has young kids, so just get some pictures with those tables with young kids at the bench seat or young kids around the table so that as a, as a target audience, I automatically know, yes, this would be perfect for my growing family. And so now I can I can easily see myself in that target audience. And then we just get to say, okay, of that target audience, where do they hang out? Where do they hang out? Are they in chat rooms? Are they live? Are they at craft fairs? Are they where is that where's that target audience live? Where do they play? And so that's part of what we know everything about our target audience. And then we just get to go there. So a lot of people go to Facebook ads, for example, and so that's it's a crowded mm-hmm. marketplace, but it is possible. Right. Uh and they Facebook, before you place any sort of ads, will ask you a series of questions that are exactly what we're walking through. So they'll say, what's the age of your target audience? Are they male or female? How much income do they earn? So they're going to ask you all those questions. So that's what we're asking. We're being really clear about it. We make sure our images are aligned with that. And then we just start to answer it. We put it all together. So for you, what I hear you saying is, you get to be laser in that target audience. Just like in Eric and Tina, you get to understand every little piece about that audience and you get to align some imagery with that so that then we can go and talk to the people. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. That's very helpful, Kathleen. Thank you. Perfect. Well, Alex, I'm so glad you joined us here. Thank you so much for being brave and vulnerable and sharing what you're up to here on Profit Launch. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. All right, so listeners, (laughs) bye. Listeners, we have had such a great hour. We have talked 
with Eric, who gets to create a beautiful spa that I cannot wait to go to. And his next step is really in the target audience and identifying who is handing him that credit card, which we noticed a thread throughout everybody that we talked to. Then we get to talk with Tina. And with Tina, she has a beautiful vision of how she gets to serve. She gets to hop off that cliff knowing the safety net is there because she put it there. It will always be there. She will always create exactly what she wants because she's that powerful. And so she gets to know who's on the other side of that credit card. So what does that person look like? Are they attached to a business or are they individually? Is it their personal credit card? She gets to understand that piece to be crystal clear so that she knows what port looks like. And then we talk with Alex and Alex Gets to, she's already got this beautiful product. Go check out her images, guys. These are beautiful tables, and she's got a whole bunch of other stuff that you can that you can purchase. And so she's got these beautiful products, and she gets to she's got an idea of who her target audience is, and she gets to be really laser and attach her marketing to reflect that. So her imagery to reflect that, and her web page to reflect that. So now when I'm sitting here saying, what what table should I buy? And I see the beautiful one, but I think, oh, gosh, when my seven-year-old gets his fork out and runs it across that table, is it ruined? But I'm already, if I see her image and I see the little kids there, then I know that this table would be something that I could consider for my kids. So that's the value of knowing exactly who you are, relating imagery and every other aspect to that person. So then it makes it really easy for them to say, oh, this is for me. This is 100% for me. So guys, I had so much fun today. This is Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. And if you're having fun and you want to play more in your business, join me on Profit Launch Club. ProfitLaunchClub.com. That is the, the community that I play in. It's where we, we step into the five steps to growing your business. There's also courses in there. So there's modules that you can go in and listen. Uh, both Alex and Eric today, they are part of the Profit Launch community. And so they've been through some of the the initial modules in there and understanding their vision and being able to articulate it. So if you want to play in there, just go to ProfitLaunchClub.com. And I'm here every Monday. Once a month, we have hot seats. Throughout that, we're teaching lessons. We're talking about five steps to growing a creative business, to creating six-figure plus income. We get to have fun because that's really the most important. I mean, let's be honest. Why are we going to grow businesses if we're not willing to have fun? That's just a part of life. We get to have joy. We get to experience greatness in ourselves and those around us, and we get to be the source of that. So I am so thankful that you chose today to come spend time with me and to commit to yourself. Thank you for being a part of Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. Have a phenomenal day. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Kathleen Reason will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReason.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.